0: Hey everybody, Doug Addison here. Welcome to Spirit Connection Live. We are coming live. It is May 3rd, 2017. So glad you could join us. And if you're new to us, we uh, we do this the first Wednesday of every month. Put it on uh, iTunes podcast. Plus it's back on my website. You'll see the replay of this to catch it a little bit later on. Share it with your friends. And so, we've got some new prophetic words for the month of May as well, as I'm going to open my heavenly journals to you. This is something that I've been having these experiences daily now, and I'm going to share some things that I've never done in the webcast before. Uh, you can chat in your questions if you're live, uh, DougAddison.com, the chat room, we got the whole team. I, I There's so many in there, I don't even know, how but I, really, the IC teams there, and like Connection, and... Uh, we're going to be doing some Q&A a little bit later so you can put in your questions and uh, we'll answer those. DougAddison.com is my website. Stay connected with me on social media, Facebook, the Doug Addison, Instagram, and Twitter, Doug T. Addison. Also, follow my daily prophetic words if you don't already. Hashtag Daily Prophetic. Go to my website. You can get them delivered to your email box. That's what I do. And while you're there... Download my free ebook, How to Hear the Voice of God Clearly for Yourself. And have you been listening to my new uh, Spirit Connection podcast? Been running those for a few months now, but um, you can subscribe to those on iTunes as well. All right, let's pray, God. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that's present right now. We thank you, Lord, that you're going to move right now, that the the presence of God comes through the Internet, even in the recordings. And uh, there's even some uh, major breakthroughs that's going to happen. Uh, The heavens are open like never before. The presence is so strong. So, Father, we just want to give you glory uh, and uh, ask you to open the heavens right now. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well... You know, uh, if you don't know this, a prophetic words for May. I, I usually release a, you know, these words on the webcast, and then I put it back, uh, put them out again, and put them together in a, in a, um, a written prophetic word. It'll be coming out next week. But here's May. The Lord spoke to me that He is going to begin to answer your forgotten prayers. I saw what looked like a, like sacks of mail, you know, sitting. Uh, and these were on, it's not like they were unanswered prayer. They were delayed. There, there was many reasons why they had gotten delayed. They got caught up because of circumstances. Interference with the enemy and and actually with the, with the enemy and, and people who've been against you and people who are jealous have held back some of these prayers that the Lord's now going to start answering in the month of May. Also coming in May. Promotions. May is going to be a month where those who have actually survived the testing. Yep. There's a really powerful testing time we've all gone through. On March 31st, uh, yeah, March 31st, actually, I was awakened, uh, to a sound from heaven. Wasn't clear at first. Then I heard heaven repeating over and over no more delay until the month of May. And I heard this repeat for about an hour, and it seemed to be shouts of celebration. And God spoke to me that there's a great celebration happening in heaven uh, right now because people have survived the testing. And there's now promotions available in the spiritual realm. Whether you're aware of it or not, I'm telling you, this grab hold of it by faith is going to become more clear by the end of the month. But but the very reason that you were created is going to be revealed. This is an exciting time. Let me give you uh, an update on the wind of change. This is an angel that comes every year this time, uh, and, and it's right around the springtime for the U.S. And what what uh god showed me this year it was started in march and was going to go through may the wind of change is an angel that comes and it's it's really going to start to intensify with some people through the end of the month which means this things are going to be rearranging like uh you know there's going to be uh people moving uh, you're going to see realignments new jobs moving to different churches changes things are just going to start to happen now it's not required but I'm just saying God's doing some moving and reshuffling things around right now. No, it's not required. It is something that's happening. But here's why. Is that the results that's going to come from this is to line you up to become more effective for the rest of the year. You're going to get around the right people at the right time. May is also going to be the start of a great greater victories coming to you. Last January, the Lord spoke to me that In May, I may actually, I I missed this in my journal until just the other day. But he spoke to me in January that in May, Psalm 20 was going to come. And the first five verses, because that's uh, May is the uh, fifth month. The first five verses were going to make sense. And I looked at them. And my goodness, they all start with May. And so you could actually read it. You could add the word in at the beginning of the first 5 verses, and it'll be a prophetic word for you. I'll do it for you right now. In May, the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of God, the God of Jacob protect you. In May, he will send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support in Zion. In May, he remembered all your sacrifices and accepts all your uh burnt offerings. In May, He gives you the desires of your heart and makes your plans succeed. Verse 5, in May, we shout for joy uh, over our victory. And we lift up our banners in the name of our Lord God. May the Lord In May, may the Lord grant your request. Now, I want to pull all this together for you and prophesy this over you right now, is that the Lord is answering your cries. He's granting you greater support and favor. He's remembering all that you've done for him. And he's going to give you the desires of your heart. Get ready for this. And you're going to be able to shout for joy as the Lord begins to grant these requests. I think this has something to do with those backlog prayers as well. And something you know is going to get your attention from the Lord. There's going to be some things uh, in the works that He's doing already. That's going to give you the signs that He's with you right now. There's a, he's going to. You can ask Him for it, and He'll give you signs that He's with with you. Many people have been asking me. Uh, you know, like, uh, what, what do I do? They've been contacting me people I've been interacting with online and at meetings and, uh, you know, it's everywhere. People are discouraged and battle weary right now. I've been telling people who reach out and who want to know, you know, what, you know, what are you hearing from God for anything with me right now? I'm just saying this. I was given a blanket word because I heard the Lord say to do this. Just wait till after May because the wind of change is going to rearrange things. Here we go. May's the last month. So if you've been going through a rough time, just wait till after May, because all of the warfare, difficult times that many people are going to, in, uh, has been uh, actually uh, to set you up for what God's bringing. But right now, the Lord says that you need an impartation of hope, and that's why I changed my message tonight. I was going to release something on the treasury room of heaven that I saw, but the Lord spoke to me about this. in uh, Romans five five. Here we go, May fifth five five. Uh, now hope does not disappoint because the the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who has given uh, who was given to us. Again, Romans 5, 5, and I didn't just make that up. I suddenly realized that just now when I was reading it, you know, I read that verse just now. I was like, wow, that's May 5th. It's another, it's another thing going on. It's not limited to May 5th, but I'm just saying we're going to see some things happen. So I want to share with you some encounters that I've had with the Lord, and this is to bring you hope. Revelation is now flowing ever since Passover. Maybe you've heard me talk about this. Uh, But I'll give you an update that God spoke to me to get ready to receive in March. That's what he said. Get ready to receive revelation. And it started during the month of Passover, April. And it hasn't stopped. The heavens opened and are now open greater than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm telling you, it's not just for me. It's for everybody. I've actually had to use dictation software on my computer Because God is speaking and flowing in such detail, I'm unable to capture it by typing. Now, I've been a journaler for years, been doing this for years. I've never seen anything like this. I'm having three hour a day encounters. These are heavenly encounters uh, for the last three weeks. That's over 70 hours if you want to count. Uh, Boy, talk about uh, distracting your life. I have to really rearrange everything. But most of it has to do with the coming of what the the heaven is now calling. I've never heard this until three weeks ago. They're calling the great revival, as it's known in heaven. And so the great revival is coming. And I've been talking about it. It's in my uh, my 2017 prophetic forecast. It's actually in, in about everything I've been talking about is get ready that God is going to pour something out. He's going to do two moves. The first is going to be in the church uh, and to get us ready. The second move is going to be on, on the outcasts, and those who have been outcast from the church anyway, the tattooed and pierced, uh, the new age people, the zombie and vampire lovers, uh, gay and lesbian, LBGT community. Uh, I'm just saying people everywhere are going to start awakening to the Lord. And I've seen this start happen in pockets, but it's going to happen. But right now, right before it happens, the enemy has been pouring out everything he can to get us discouraged. So I want to release you from hope deferred right now because that's what's happening. So this encounter, this is right from my heavenly journal from day, uh, let's see, this is the 18th day I had. The Lord told me it's going to have 49 days. I'm on 24 right now, but on April 27th, uh, I had this encounter with the spirit of wisdom. Now listen, let me give you some foundation for this because I don't really have time to unpack the teaching on what I'm saying, but I'm not off the wall on this. The Lord has taken me into heaven. I'm having detailed visions from things that that are right out of the Bible, but they become a, a modern context. Like this morning, I was uh, th- that particular morning that, that I'm going to talk to you about. I was reading the um, Proverbs uh, for wisdom, and in the encounter, I met the Proverbs Seven uh, uh, Spirit of Wisdom. And these are led by the Holy Spirit. These these encounters. And if you want to learn more about this, listen, the supernatural encounters are, you know, there's a biblical understanding of how you can have these. They come through dreams and visions uh, and through the Holy Spirit. But I have a new book coming out called Encountering Heaven, in which I go through the biblical foundation for it. In fact, I'm going to talk about it at the end. Also, I have an online school called Hearing the Voice of God 365, Prophetic Activation School, that you can sign up for and you can... Uh, you can learn more about what I'm talking about here. That's the teaching. That I just want to give you this fast-forward version so I can go right into this and you can receive this. On April 27th, it was the 18th day of my heavenly encounters, I went into heaven and the Lord took me to meet the Spirit of Wisdom. Now, this is, uh, this is the Spirit. And the Spirit of Wisdom is found in, in um, Proverbs 7. And uh, it's we walked into this place uh, called The Gate of Hope Deferred. And I want to jump in because I'm I, this whole thing is a three-hour encounter. So I'm going to jump you in to me walking in heaven with wisdom. The Lord shows up. The Lord's there. But I, this is my conversation with wisdom in heaven. It's the spirit of wisdom. And this particular encounter, I was walking with wisdom in the heavenly place called the Garden of Wisdom, which I've been to a few times. Similar to things in the Song of Solomon. And we came to a gate that led off of the Garden of Wisdom. And the name of that gate was Hope Deferred. Now, I realized that what I was seeing and experiencing was from Proverbs, because Proverbs uh, 13, 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. So as we walked through this gate called Hope Deferred, it led into what looked like a very interesting golden meadow. Can't say it was lush or anything like that. There, suddenly, I saw millions of people lying in this meadow, lying down. And I asked, what are these people doing here? Wisdom answered, these are the heart-sick ones who have lost hope for something they had longed for. And I looked very closely, and there were actually angels attending to them. And many of them, were not aware that they were actually having this encounter in heaven. Their their spirit was having this encounter in heaven. They were not even aware that the Lord was hearing their cries for them. They thought that the Lord had forgotten them. So I asked again, what happened? What caused these people to become so brokenhearted and end up in this place? And wisdom replied to me, they had desires of their hearts that either did not were either not of the Lord's timing, or was not of His will, and they ended up here because of that. Because they did not understand the Lord's timing, they became heart sick and started focusing on on their lack instead of the Lord's provision. Now I realize, you know, I've been in this place, I've been in this time. It's like a that before in the past, and I had suffered from hope deferred, makes the heart sick. And I recently came out of it last year. So wisdom said anyone who has come through this season of hope deferred and is now eating from the tree of life can set others free. Wow, this is going to be exciting. So on all sides of this uh, this place, this meadow called Hope Deferred, were doorways leading out to, to places, other places back into their lives. And these doorways were labeled longings fulfilled because hope deferred, Makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And I could see that the Lord was moving in these people's lives and, and encouraging them to leave this place. But, you know, it, it, this seemed to be a wilderness for them. But what they did, what they did not see, is that the Lord was ministering to them and assigning angels to them while they were there. And I ask an angel standing there who, who seemed to be watching over them, uh, said how do how do we get out of this place? how do they get out of this place this is this seems uh, like a you know it just seems like you're not set free if you're here and the angel replied, there's only one way out and that is making the Lord your only longing. So many of the people here had made their desires of their heart an idol and had not realized it and this is what brought them into the wilderness condition that they were in some of them, had become angry with the Lord for not answering one of their prayers in the way they thought it should have should have been. I was walking around, and this was explained to me. Some of them had lost their purpose, while others were insisting on marrying a certain person, and it didn't work out. So now they were upset and ended up at hope deferred. Some became distant from the Lord because they were not healed when they or or the Lord didn't answer the prayers and they as they wanted them uh, to. But the Lord had brought them here to work out the issues of their heart so they could return to the purposes that they were sent to the world. Now, this was happening in heaven. This was a wilderness time that people were taken into. Their spirits were taken in there, but the Lord was still ministering. So I felt sorrow over the place, yet there was a very bright light. It wasn't dark at all. I thought that... You know, I thought a wilderness time would be dark but this was actually very bright and the sorrow I was feeling was the was the weariness of the people but the Lord's presence was very strong and encouraging so the angels were all very active protecting and ministering to all the people who were there in this in this hope deferred meadow or a wilderness season now I wondered how a wilderness could possibly be in heaven. I really asked this because I, you know, I did feel that sorrow with the people, but the atmosphere was still charged with the Lord's love and compassion. But I could see now that the, these seasons, that the Lord had pulled this group of people in here to, to be safe because hope deferred does make the heart sick and he wanted to get them healed. But here, check this out that There were angels ministering to him. The presence of the Lord was strong there. So what happened is many of the people who were in this condition had actually misunderstood the feelings of comfort by the Lord. And they thought this was a place that they should stay. And I was wondering, wow, how do you get out of this place? And then an angel said to me, hope deferred makes a heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. I kept hearing this repeat and the Lord needs to become your longing and your tree of life from which we eat. And when you start eating from any other tree than the tree of life than that of the Lord, you may end up in a wilderness period. And it's not the Lord's will for you to be here uh, or to stay in that condition. It's not judgment at all either. Uh, it's not like you lost any salvation or anything. But it's just saying that there were doorways that led out of this place that were that were actually they were made of the tree of life. I, I went up and looked at them. They, they, were the, they had the tree of life engraved on them in gold. I saw very few people going through these doorways. Uh, and the doorway was called Longing Fulfilled. And it was to get back and have the Lord become your, the longing of your life. I saw very few people getting up and going through these doorways. And I was distressed over this. How many people had been remaining in this place Millions of people were were thinking it was the Lord's will to be here. And I asked, what can we do? What can be done to help these people who are suffering? And then the angel replied, they just need purpose. Many of the Lord's people will become bored because they've lacked a challenge and have not been given a purpose. Many of them have not understood that their purpose is simply found in what Jesus said to love. A true disciple of the Lord will love the Lord with all their heart, all their soul, and all their might, and love their neighbor as themselves. And once we understand these things, that our greater purpose in life is simply to love, then everything else becomes clear. And the Lord has called us into the world to be a light, and many people have hidden their light, and have been gone, and hiding, and uh, and. Staying out of uh, the world out of fear. Now, I realize, this was an angel still talking, right? All that I just said, I I dictated this down. I realize that we had not understood the simple truth and that maybe our condition we're in today could be remedied by love. We could turn the world around when we begin to love. In fact, we're seeing things now that we can turn around. All these things, were crystal clear while I'm standing there in heaven. My spirit was in heaven. No time to explain how it happened. It wasn't my body. But I realized that the battle that I was seeing so clearly uh, is, was actually going on all over the place. And I was wanting the Lord to etch this into my spirit or my memory so that I'd never forget how great the love of the Lord is for all of us. And what's going on in heaven all the time. I didn't want... I mean, I've had these encounters over and over. And every time I I encounter Jesus, he is not angry. In fact, he's loving all people. And even though he has the... He could have the... You know, in other words, he could have the nuclear launch codes if he wanted. But he chooses to love. This has really struck me. Then an angel came to me who was proclaiming the words from Psalm 34 as he walked through the meadow of hope deferred. And he says this, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them and he delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice, and then and this was being repeated over and over. And many people started to get up because they start hearing those words and it hit their spirit. They started to get up. They were awakened, become aware of their condition. They walked, sprinted into the, into the, uh, uh, through the, the doorways back into their lives. But they were suddenly, you know, they were let. Many people uh, were doing this. But it was not as many as you would think. You know, as they walked through the door, they got an impartation of greater purpose to go back into their life. They got an understanding. They got an anointing to take this to the world. But sadly, it was so few people compared to the number of people who were here in this place. And so the meadow of hope deferred was still full of millions of people. They were stuck there. And only a few were hearing the words of the Lord and only a few were returning to their lives with greater purpose. You know, I was distressed and I asked wisdom and the angels there, what can be done to release these people back into their lives out of this wilderness condition? Suddenly, I'm not the only one asking this. There's thousands of people, thousands of us who have been gone through this place who've been released from the hope-deferred time and are now standing in heaven and praying for these people. And we were calling out, you know, God, do something for these people. And uh, then the um, I think it was wisdom said, call them to their purpose. And what that is, is those who need to get out of this, they need to begin to speak these words over them. Come out of the wilderness and into your purpose. Come out of the wilderness and into your purpose. I want to speak that over people right now who are experiencing, maybe you've been going through grief, maybe you've been going through hope deferred, maybe your heart has been crushed, maybe you've gone through sickness and gone through uh, you know, disappointments. I just want to call you forward right now and say those words to you is that, Come out of the wilderness and into your purpose. come out of the wilderness and into your purpose. Come out of your wilderness and into your purpose. And I'm speaking into your spirit right now. Watch this. you're going to see some change start to happen. But listen to this, here's some exciting part. We all went around speaking this to people, these words of life and, and um, also prophetic words that the Lord had giving us uh, you know for them. And they began to spread out that door called the longing fulfilled. And this reminded me of when we give prophetic words of encouragement to people on earth on our outreaches and things. Uh, This was a lot of fun. We were having fun. And suddenly those of us who had been struggling in the past with the same condition were now excited. We're now on fire with this new anointing on our words. And we had given the words of life to people for the Lord to release them out of the wilderness, and into their purpose. And this went on for quite some time, even with all of us ministering. Listen, we were all ministering. There was people going out the door. There was still, there was millions who were still there. And it seemed like the task was too big. It seemed like the ones that went out the door, more would return to this place or come come in. So that we were crying out to the Lord. And then Jesus was standing there. And he spoke to us. Many of these people are called to be part of the great revival that is coming, but have fallen into hope deferred because they have not seen things come about. Maybe they've heard the prophets speak words that never seem to come. Many of those of you that are in this place right now are on reserve for something. The Lord says this. Jesus said that I've kept them aside. For greater works that are yet to come, they're not aware of it. So hope deferred, made their hearts sick. Then Jesus looked around at the people and he had compassion. And he shouted this, it's now time. And as he said it, it was like a bell went off and shofars went off in heaven and millions of people jumped up all at once. All the heart sick conditions, suddenly they jump up and rush through the doors and the Lord said to us, many of these have been set aside for this very time. And it's now time that they are being called out of their wilderness, out of their dark night of the soul. And some people call it the dark night of the spirit. But they're being called. That they're going back into the world to awaken people everywhere. And they have walked through this wilderness time. They now have power and authority to call it out of others, to call others out and into their purpose. Oh boy, wow, wow. Now I've heard the cries of people as they were responding, and I'm hearing it right now. This is happening right now in people who are listening to me. The presence of the Lord is thick. So we looked and saw a mass of people coming out of the hope deferred season, out of the wilderness time, and it was a mass exodus, and that it started to begin to cause a rumble sound in heaven. And I thought it was the sound of their feet. But then I realized, like, maybe it was at first. But then later, it turned into a big wave of anointing that came in the Spirit. And this wave started to flow with them out the doors and into their lives and into the streets and into their families. This was happening just in the heavenly encounter. But I want to tell you, this is happening right now. And it's now time. It's now time Come out of your wilderness and into your purpose. It's time for those who have been set aside for this calling, for this season. You have been set aside. Uh, Many people have been mistreated. Many people have been forgotten, overlooked. But the Lord says it's now time to come into your purpose. It's now time. So I want to pray and activate this over you. Lord, we call forward people who have been in the hope deferred place. They have been called to something new, but they've been oppressed by the old. They've been stuck in a past season. They have been uh, not able to move forward. It feels like a prison uh, and uh, like the house uh, arrest. A house arrest is one thing I kept hearing over this as well. Stuck in a past season, stuck in house arrest where you have no freedom to go out right now. I want to break this right now in the name of Jesus, especially those who were called to be Financial kingdom strategy people. These are the Joseph and Josephine anointing. The Joseph anointing people are stuck here. And I can't go into the rest of the... the more of the encounter was when Jesus began to dance. I'll just tell you really quick. It was powerful. He began to dance. Dance the, da, the, the uh, dance that David danced. And it broke open. And coins, golden coins with the star of David began to fall down upon us and it was provision coming and it started to roll out into the streets and it was provision coming for those who were called to something new and have been oppressed because you haven't seen it yet and so expect to see these things happen expect to see freedom and as you uh, get set free or maybe you've been on that season previously begin to, to call people out right now This is so important for the month of May that we break open this season of hope deferred, this season of hopelessness, be broke off of people. It's so important that we get into the new and you can still operate in the old and be in the new. I'm just saying we need to get set free. So Father, in Jesus name, I pray for that anointing that's so strong right now. The presence, it's so thick. Whenever I talk about the heavenly encounters, they come just like when we talk about angels, They come when we talk about healing, it happens. But right now in Jesus' name, this is happening. And we call it forth right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Wow. Powerful time. The Lord told me to share this. And I've been uh, sharing bits and pieces of my encounters. And I'm going to start recording them. Uh, In my heavenly journal, I'm starting to record some of these down. Because, boy, it, it happens when people hear this. They don't know what to do with it because the presence of the Lord comes on you, and there's a there's something that happens that can set you free. So anyway, I'm really excited about it. Remember my website DougAddison.com. Consider donating to us. Uh, you can donate by text. Uh, just text four five uh, to uh, the word love L O V E to four five eight 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 love to four five eight 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 Four five eight eight eight. I got the presence on me so song, uh, strong. I can't talk. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm drunk in the spirit right now. You maybe consider being a partner with us. And, uh, we have partner supporters monthly and uh, you know we, we take that serious. I pray for the partners every day. We have a, uh, a partner page, uh, private Facebook group and And we send out uh, a a special video uh, every month that that, uh, doesn't go out to the rest of everybody, just our people, partners, because we bless those who bless our work. So consider doing that, too. Also, remember, uh, social media uh, and the daily prophetic words. I'm really out of it at the moment. Boy, this is so cool. (laughs) The presence is strong. Better take a sip. I hope that wasn't wine of the spirit because I'm already anyway hey I've got a new book coming out this month you can order it now it's called discovering the supernatural interacting with with the angelic and heavenly realms in your daily life this is a powerful book it's about 250 pages it's packed full of biblical teaching Stories, activations. It's a foundation for the stuff that I love to talk about and that will activate it in your life. And so, if you want to learn to discern the real from the counterfeit, that's one of the things we do. Understand how the courtroom of heaven works, uh, you know, so you can do spiritual warfare and get your. Prayers answered. You can order it at dougaddison.com or dougaddison.store, either one. But when you do it, if you pre-order it by Friday, May fifth, by this week, you'll get a bonus. Uh, you'll get a lifetime access to my popular uh, online training called Encounter the Supernatural. It's a, it's that's worth thirty-seven dollars in itself, but it's the um, the deeper training on it as well. So that'll be until Friday if you grab the pre order now. And so, next, oh my goodness, online training. Speaking of the online training, God is doing something new right now on Saturday, May 20th. Save the date for my next online training uh, uh, webinar. It's called Flipping the Church It's Time for Renovation. And so, I'm so excited. all teams excited about this special two-hour training? It's ministry school level training. You get the notes. It's, it's very affordable. You don't have to travel anywhere and you'll have it for the life, you know, lifetime of our website. Uh, we don't take it away from you. You don't have to rush through anything. You don't even have to be there uh, live to get it. But Whether you are thriving in a church or maybe you left church, uh, either way, it might be time to flip your experience with what you think church is, or step into the new things that God's doing. God is moving, and He wants to prepare us for something great. It's called the Great Revival. Literally, billions of people are called to salvation in Jesus that have not been reached yet. Now, I will. I just I, gosh, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit not the share encounters I had about this because I, I saw books. Of revival by the decade and I saw several decades was with a list of people that were meant to be reached with the gospel and they, every decade they were reached pretty much all of them until the late 70s and then the 80s 90s 2000 it went downhill it tapered down and now the Lord said there's a backlog of over a billion people we just it tapered off in the in the late 70s the salvations the, the moves of God and the, the 1980s wasn't was, was it quite as bad, but it started to go down. The 1990s, I'm just saying, there's over a billion people here to reach. And this webinar will be a time to get prepared to dream together. What, what could church or community look like for this generation? And I'm not talking about young people. We're part of this as well, whoever, whatever age you are. You know, what's it going to look like for revival as it comes, you know, does going to church still matter today? I believe it does, but maybe some people haven't understood that. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, consider um, the spirit connection, this their church. I get that all the time. And um, how we can be the church outside the church as well. Now, I'm not church bashing. I'm not anti-church. But the first church had no walls. And we have it. You, know, you could be an online community. I still believe in meeting together. We need to talk about this. We need to look at how we can reach people. I'm not going to be here to to bash your experience of church. I'm here to help you and you help me to be able to make or create something for ourselves. It's going to really start to draw people in or get them ready for this next move that's coming. I'm telling you, we need to get ready for 2018 is what the Lord told me today. And I've been prophesying this first wave of revival will be with Christians and to prepare us for the revival of the outcasts, those who have been wounded, And then uh, the second wave is going to come after that. So if you've left church, uh, maybe you're feeling isolating or you're missing out or maybe you go to a great church Uh, or maybe you're sad to see your children have left church or your family or friends are leaving and you're wondering what's going on or what to do next, then this webinar will be very encouraging as we bring you hope as we share some practical things that we can do to get ready for the next move, Church Outside the Church and church inside the church. So we're going to be opening early bird registration right now, actually. Uh, there's going to be tonight at, the, at this webcast, you could register and get $5 off, but it's only till midnight tonight, the next four hours of Thursday, uh, excuse me, Wednesday, May 5th, uh, May 3rd, sorry. And uh, you can save $5, get early registration um, there's going to be a link for it. Click on the link below and you can, uh, or go to dougadison.com, sign up for flipping uh, the church webinar May 20th and you'll get the full replay and everything afterwards or the notes and everything as well. All right. Thanks so much for my to my team who does an amazing job uh, in the chat room and, and helping us with all of our training uh, and helping me. Um, so excited. Uh, I want to shift now to Q&A, and I believe Pam has gotten some uh, questions. We usually do this uh, every month, and then some of the questions we don't get to, I just want you to know that we also, we answer them in other ways. They're in my podcast. Uh, You know, there's all kinds of different things where we release them. So here we go. I'm looking for these. Make sure I have the right ones. Hold on. Yep, I got them. Here we go. Questions, 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 and more questions. This is a question. All the prophets have been speaking about the wonderful breakthroughs, but when will they happen? I've lost my home. I've had multiple health issues and uh, no finances. I am, first of all, uh, I am so sorry that you've gone through this and many people are going through this. And I don't want to sound, uh, you know, like it's all going to be uh, Honky dory, all of a sudden, it is a battle. We need to get there. And hope deferred makes the heart sick. I think that tonight's message was for you. That's why the Lord may have made me change that tonight to get out of the hope deferred and to keep moving forward. I just want you to know until a few w- weeks ago, or just even a month ago, I've been sick. I have been sick, very sick, for four years and have not even been able to hardly get out of the house. Uh, and uh, I've been hanging on. I've been hanging on to where the. Beli- Listen. The the reality of the Lord, the truth of the Lord is what matters. This other stuff's a lie. It, it, this is hard to understand, but if you can come into agreement with faith, faith is the substance of the things you don't see yet. So come into agreement. I'm not saying get more faith. I'm just saying come into agreement with the things above and watch things open up for you. Here's one from Gary. What's the difference between God speaking to us every day versus God speaking to us during Rosh Hashanah or Passover. Well, God does speak to us every day and he speaks, I mean, the difference, uh, there's no difference in the way he speaks to us or when he speaks to us. But we do find, I have anyway, after tracking this for years, is that during those particular Jewish holidays, there's tends to be more of an open heaven to hear God. Now, you know, if you hear God every day very clearly, that's great. I do. And I have just started to notice until a few years ago that during these times, uh, Jewish uh, ho- uh, festivals and holidays, I, I'm not, I don't celebrate any Jewish uh, holidays. I'm quite Gentile, thank you. And um, I love uh, the Lord and how he uh, speaks to us. I love the Jewish nation. But I just started noticing that Rosh Hashanah, which is usually the fall, right around September and Passover, we just had uh, in April. These are the two most powerful that I have. Uh, I've seen and I go into it if you want to understand it's at the beginning of my book, The 2017 Prophetic Forecast, so check that out. All right, here's from Alex. I'm uh I'm renting at the moment and we put an offer on a house that was accepted, but we do not feel the peace about it. What do we uh what do we, let's see, how do we know if this is God or fear? Well first of all, fear is a different thing than peace. I'm so glad you're asking these questions. And I want to tell everybody because you look for peace. Peace is your best fleece. Satan can't give you peace. and so it sounds to me if you're hearing something now fear is one thing you get you just gotta you just kick fear out the door, begin to you know ask God to cover you each day that you're no longer fearing because it sounds like the lack of peace is not fear. I'm not sure what you're saying here, but how do you know it's not fear? Well, fear is a tormentor. Fear comes in and and um, takes away everything, robs us of things. So one thing that we want to do is no longer operate in fear. People, we need to come out of fear. It is one of the worst. It's a four-letter word that starts with F. Yes, I just said that. And yet we allow it. We allow it. We, my goodness, we act like it's one of the fruits of the Spirit. When it's not, you want to break through fear. And you do that by trusting the Lord it does take time. I'm not kidding. I didn't say it was easy. It takes time. I got verses. I printed out. You know, I got some fear verses. Uh, you can, uh, if you want some, you can Google this because uh, my good friend Paul Cox and Aslan Place Ministries, uh, you, they have this list. Uh, at Google uh, swatting the fly of fear. And I believe you'll find a document on uh, Aslan Place uh on their website that has all these verses about fear that you can pray over your life. That's what I started doing last year. I printed that out, begin to pray. Now, back to your question. Uh, If you don't have peace in your heart, I would recommend not moving forward. But then ask God now to make it clear. Sit down over the next few days. Just all you do is focus on whether this is clear, whether it's clear, whether it's clear, and, and God will speak to you. Great question. Antoinette says, uh, do you have any revelation or attacks on marriage right now? Yes, there are tons of attacks on marriage. And, uh, I released some stuff last year about these, uh, it's called the, uh, divine alliances about the end time marriages that God is bringing together couples for the purposes of the kingdom. Also, not just married couples, businesses come bringing together, uh, all these people that are going to come together right now. That is actually being attacked. And so, uh, I would again. It's like the spirit of fear. I would focus on the Lord, begin to pray, and watch a move. All right, here Laura has something. It's great. How do you know if God is calling you to start a business? Does it depend on your and uh, your expertise and ability? Well, that's one thing. You'll you'll want to uh, have some kind of expertise. But at the same time, if you're hearing the Lord, that's what you want to do. I remember uh, years ago when the Lord called me to start my first business, my, what was my first business? It was my first, uh, the business that I ended up leaving my corporate job for later on. But when he first started it, it was computer, uh, networking and computer repair and things like that years ago, back in the nineties. And when he first started it, it was taking me out of the place of prayer. I remember writing this in my journal. I said, the Lord is calling me to start a business, but I'm thinking, It's not from him. I'm thinking it's from Satan because it's taking me out of, because I used to, at the place of prayer, I used to intercede several hours a day. But listen, when you go to do something new, you have to lay down the old. For me, the old was praying two hours a day. The new was taking one or two, you know, one and a half of those hours and learning a new trade, which good thing I did because that's what launched me into ministry. It's what financed our entire ministry for years is when I you know, started that computer business. It actually, back in, uh, it happened in the early 90s is where I went into people's, eventually I started going into people's cubicles. You know, at repairing, doing repairs. And that's when I started doing prophetic evangelism year, years ago. This is where I got my, I wrote my first book from this. Listen, had I not grabbed hold of that job, and I, you know, the first computer job I went out and did, I fried the guy's hard drive. It felt terrible. I gave him money, you know. I gave him money for me to leave. But you know, I just want to say this, is that the Lord is calling you to something new. If you're clear about it, move forward. It might have you, might be like birthing an elephant while you do it. But just get, you know, see if it's, it will help if you have some abilities, but it's not required is the answer to your question or here's one for Mo. What do angels look like? I uh, do. Can they look like children? Yes, they can actually. They, and they take on the form. If you study it, uh, and this is in my book, uh, you know, experiencing the supernatural, I go through the different angelic encounters, study, do a, a search in the new Testament, especially on angels. And you'll see that, um, in one case, uh, people thought Peter had his angel that looked like him. So there are, we have the guardian angels that look like us. In another case, an angel came in and, uh, and, and looked. You know, there's times when it would look like a person. There's other times when they are in their glory. Now... When you ask the question, can they look like children? Yes, they can. But what you want to be aware of everybody is, is what do you feel from it? Is it positive or negative? Do you feel the presence of the Lord? And ask the Lord, is this of you? I usually ask, I have to ask that all the time. Now I now I know the difference because I've been doing this for years. But when I started, I had to do this. I had to learn to discern. You'll want to learn to ask some questions to be able to tell. So angels usually don't come in their glory because they don't want to distract with what they're bringing you. And I want to tell you, I saw a golden angel. I mean, it was looked like a man standing at the edge of my bed in the middle of the night, and it frightened me, and it didn't say a word. But I want to tell you, when those things happen. Those things don't normally happen because it distracts you from what the Lord wants to bring, that the angel will stay cloaked. I asked an angel once this, this question, and he said, we don't show ourselves because we're messenger angels or we're delivering angels, and we come to deliver the message. We don't want you to be distracted. That's why. So yes, to answer the question, yes, they can look like children. They look, look like all kinds of different things. Here's what D has uh, a question: uh, The divine alliances are happening. That's what I was just talking about, the end time marriages, for me. But there is one friend um, that is no longer take is no longer talking to me. Is this also a season of no longer being in relationships with people as well? This is the wind of change, D. And I'm not saying you know nuke your friends, but the wind of change is coming. It will change your relationships. It'll change things up. I'm just telling you. Watch for this because it's happening everywhere and God is going to use this to now bring you into new relationships, new places, new times. Yes, it is happening right now. Here's a, a, a person, their name was Change. How do, you, uh, how do you handle the feeling of God's fire in your life? I've been experiencing amazing pressure uh, in my heart uh, from God's fire. Yeah, me too, like even right now. The anointing so strong. That's God's fire. Not everyone experiences. I'm just telling you, don't be disappointed. You know, it doesn't say that our goal is to, to experience these things, uh, you know, the, to experience uh, feelings, but it doesn't say that you can't. It's encouraging if you can. So, uh, you know, God's fire can feel like that the presence can come on you. Or uh, maybe if you're a thinker, maybe it doesn't have to come in a fire form. Maybe it comes in anointed thoughts. Or if you're a writer or a musician, then it may come in the form of, uh, you know, getting creative songs and things like that. I call to the fire on me every morning. I say on earth as it is in heaven. I say fire of the Lord come now upon me. And the reason I do that the fire that of the Lord comes, <clears throat> when one one purpose is to burn away the things that are not of the Lord. You know, we want to burn away the things of our soul, the things that would stop us from coming closer to the Lord. <clears throat> but there's that fire. That's the you know the fear of the Lord fire. And but there's also the fire of anointing and the fire of passion. There's a fire. There's different types of fire. So yes, uh, that what you're experiencing probably is. Excuse me, just a second. Here's a question from Joe. How do I teach people uh, uh, to go into the courts of heaven? Well, uh, first of all, you have to understand this. And I've, uh, you know, in my book that's coming out right now, uh, Heavenly Encounters, I talk about the courts of heaven. And you got to understand what it is. First of all, the best way to do it, it, it might, you know, it might be very unusual for someone who doesn't understand it. And, and so the Apostle Paul says that we can go before the throne of grace boldly. And that's one place. That's the throne of grace. We go before that. That's actually a, a form of the court of heaven. The throne of grace is where we go and pray. We pray and bring our requests daily before this throne. And we can go there and we can ask forgiveness and we do that type of thing. So um, I, I would um, I would look at my book. I, I know I'm trying to sell you a book, but I talk a little bit about it. But, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you do need it. If you're going before the throne of grace, you have things happening in your life. You might not need a courtroom of heaven encounter or something like that or Uh, You don't even have to be there to see it. I do these things in the courtroom of heaven. If I see things where there's injustice in my life or other people's lives, I develop a court case. Now, I don't see myself going into this courtroom. I'm sitting here just like I am right now. And I I get it on a piece of paper. I have what it is that is a violation that I'm taking into the court of heaven. First, I've asked the Lord several times, Many times to to take care of it. And then if I don't get any response, I get some verses that go with it. Uh, These different verses uh, that back up these things. Now, me being sick for a long time, uh, I developed a court of heaven uh, document that I prayed every day until I saw results. And I said this is a violation. These are violations. Me being sick, it violates your word, first of all. And I gave a verse about that. And I'd say, second, it causes people who are weak, causes those weak in the spirit to stumble because they see a prophet or they see someone like me being sick for a long time and it causes them to believe that God doesn't heal. So I took that along with a verse uh, in uh, as well on this. I had these these five things that I came up with, I prayed them. And guess what? I'm telling you, I'm seeing more healing now than ever. I'm seeing things happen and turning things around like never before. Now, <clears throat> doesn't necessarily mean it was the court of heaven, but it does help to understand these things. So, again, I, I have it in my new book that's coming out. You want to check it out. All right, here's one from uh, a testimony from Jay Yang. Right when Doug declared that the wilderness is broken over us, I got goosebumps on the right side of my body. My brain started to heal uh, after some nine years of brain damage. Praise God. Yes. Let's hear it. I'm serious. Jay Yang, we say, yes, come out. Yes, break. That is the power of the Lord now. The goosebumps, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, this is the Lord touching you, that your brain's being restored, we say, yes, God, I knew the Lord told me tonight that this was going to be a super powerful message, and that some people were going to be getting set free from their wilderness, thank you, God, we praise God, praise you, Lord, for, for, uh, for Jay Yang and for all that you're doing, and the others, too, who are experiencing or going to have it tonight or tomorrow or even this week, yes, God, we thank you. Here's one from Wendy. <clears throat> Does hope deferred actually cause heart disease? Yes, it can. It can really cause heart disease. Another thing that causes heart disease because uh, I did a webinar <clears throat> on on healing, and um, I, and one of the I started out with the number one cause of death in the U.S. Uh, according to the uh, CDC, CDC, uh, is uh, is heart disease, heart failure. And there's, you know, there's so many, there's verses that hope deferred makes the heart sick. Fear can make the heart sick. The lack of love can make the heart sick. And so, yes, a lot of our diseases and heart disease can be actually attributed. I, I want to tell you, Wendy, that everyone listening, I got more healing once I started to realize my physical conditions and everything, I started to realize that it was had to do with love. Jesus said it over and over, love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. Love your neighbor as yourself. So you have to love God, you have to love your neighbor, you have to love yourself. And as you begin to love people, especially yourself, not in a prideful way, you begin to love people. Most people who are suffering right now, I found, they're suffering because of the lack of love for themselves, self-hatred, all kinds of things that can get in there. They can be angry at God and be in that condition, or maybe angry with other people. Unforgiveness will help as well, getting rid of those things. All right, here's one from SS. God tells us, uh, tells me the same message every day. He will carry me through this time, and he will solve it, but nothing is happening yet. What can I do to activate this word? Well, first of all, great. Begin to pray this now. Remind the Lord. Psalm one thirty nine. Uh, no, no, I don't I forgot where it is now. I forgot where it's. Come, let us reason together. Says uh, says the Lord. And I use that verse. Look that verse up. Come, let us reason together. Says the Lord. Also, I, I pray. Uh, there's a verse in Psalm one thirty nine. To Lord, every day I say this. Lord, search my heart and know my anxious thoughts and show me if there's anything in me. You know. Then also. There's a verse in Jeremiah, I can't remember where it is at the moment, but I prayed this. Show us the plans of the enemy. Show me what Satan doesn't want me to see. These are prayer strategies that you can pray. These are that we get this message every day. He's going to get you through it. It's taken me four years, but I'm not expecting it to take you four years. I'm saying right now, people are going to accelerate through this time and get out way quicker because we're in a season now of healing. And uh, wow, wow. Uh, Here's a quick question. Uh, Miss Shauna says, "Does fasting help with hope deferred?" Well, you know, fasting can break your soul. And my recommendation for a hope deferred people is to not fast unless the Lord tells you. But you know, fasting can be—you uh, know—can take your, get you weaker still. So the answer to hope deferred, if you look at what what the Lord just said and re-listen to this again, you'll find it is making the Lord your only hope. And so uh, making him the passion of your life. Uh, If fasting can do that, then great. When I fast, it doesn't do that for me. It makes me think of, uh, you know, Big Macs. I'm kidding. Uh, But anyway, I'm just saying ask the Lord on that one. And uh, listen to this again about how to get out of the hope deferred season and see if that helps you. All right. Uh, Let's see. All right. One more question. This is... uh, are you going to do any business-related training soon? Well, it is a good question. Glad you asked because uh, I think in the month of June we're going to do some things about how we do what we do at Inlight on the internet. How the how it is, how to develop. I've done some things before, but this is—I tell you—this is the the spirit-led internet strategies, and that we're going to be releasing that on the month of June. I wasn't supposed to say anything. But I did, but watch for that and see what happens. So anyway, uh, I want to keep going, but I want to also, yeah, thanks everybody. I want to get back to the the prayer closing here because uh, God's going to do something right now, even in this closing prayer. And um, I want to remind you of all the things that we have going is that you can sign up in the next few hours. You can sign up for the webinar, Flipping Church. And if you do, you get $5 off, uh, but the re- the regular pr- sale goes on Friday. Uh, it goes uh, on, <clears> the <throat> registration starts for that Friday. Plus the book that's coming out, brand new book, you can pre-order it right now uh, called Encountering Heaven. Highly recommend that book. If you order it by tomorrow, the pre-order, you'll get the free webinar along with it called Encountering Heaven as well. All right. Check out my website, DougAddison.com social media and my podcast spirit connection is a weekly podcast now and so many people are saying they're enjoying it share it with their friends I'm so excited for what God's about to do, Father. We just we activate this word now. We say, "Send your angels, send help, send your purpose, and set us free right now." In Jesus' name, I ask that you would cause dreams and visions to happen. We pray, Father, that there would be uh, just angelic help that you would send your Holy Spirit in power, Lord, to free people from these times, these seas- the season we're in, and get us ready for May so that we can move. End June in Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. See you on the internet.